Yeah. Bam, we're live. Brian, we're live. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Great time. <laughs> I, fa- I found this Polaroid today. I got this whole box of Polaroids that I took like the last like month that uh, Haley was pregnant. And I found this Polaroid today. Ooh. This is a uh, six days before. This is six days before Avi was born, and it's Haley doing a 135 pound uh, front squat. Kind of cool, right? I don't even know if I can do that right now. So that's his secret. I, I guess. I, oh, you know what's funny is I show I showed that to Haley today, and she looked right at Avi, and she goes, "And that's why you're so strong." <laughs> yep. Uh what do you say? Well, I know it's not from death. <laughs> <laughs> they they think I'm. I've I've just told them that. Hey, um, I'm your grandfather. <laughs> don't be don't be confused. A real dad is much stronger than me. Uh, Brian, are you collecting these? <clears throat> Have you gotten I, these? I have them. Yeah. I only oh. keep one on my desk though. Which one? The original. Yeah, Colton. The I gotta Burtons. get Colton up in the front. I gotta get Colton up in the front. The and others Matt, are over there somewhere. I was going to tell you I had Matt Torres on this morning, but you were on for a second too. Yeah, he was there. All right. Uh, he was cool. I liked him. I liked I got him. Got to spend a bunch of time with Torres at uh, semifinals this year. Yeah. I, I was kind of um, freaking out because um, I watched I watched Tommy and Sean, and I watched um, uh, Sw- Sw- Switzer Schweitzer, and I watched. Um, uh, Lauren Khalil and dude, they had they had picked that bone, they had picked that chicken, chicken, they had picked all the feathers off that chicken. Hello. There was nothing, there was nothing left. There was nothing left. Hi, yeah, we what's can up, hear you, Bailey? <laughs> hello. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. She says Perfect. hello to try to test if we can hear her. Savan just continues with the chicken story. Testing one too. We had a uh, we had Matt Torres on this morning, Haley, and like everyone and their mother had already like cross-examined him about Phil Toon and Daniel Brandon. So I was just kind of like, oh, fuck, what am I going to talk to him about? But he was dope. He, he was he was awesome. Oh, that's good. And then I watched your interview this morning with, uh, or uh, this afternoon with Lauren Khalil from like, I don't know, a month or two ago, three uh, months, nine days ago. Chalk Up? Yeah, the morning Chalk Up girl. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, Haley doesn't talk. Yeah, I do. I know, but then I quickly <laughs> went over to our podcast and we talked for like two hours and 40 minutes. But like Lauren Khalil had to like pull teeth to get you to talk. <laughs> Some questions are just like hard, you know? It's like you feel like you're just repeating the same thing. And you're like saying the same words. So it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes. Do you have a, bo- you have a boyfriend? Why? <laughs> I said some questions Different are hard questions. and I'm tired. Well, I'll tell you why. Because those cats are taking up way too much of your fucking time. That's concerned. As you start starting to turn a little, a little bit weird, like a cat lady, <laughs> your cat's in your refrigerator. He's like around you while you're cooking. I'm like, hey, if she had a boyfriend, he would put a fucking he'd put a stop to that shit. <laughs> oh, you person. got a boyfriend. That is awesome. Congratulations. Or girlfriend, or whatever you have, you have, you have a, a you have an intimate relationship with someone. You have a a a, 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 a mate that you are in courtship, youthful courtship. With. My face turning red. No, no, it's not. You're good. Ugh. Oh, god, gross. Um, you've always been a mayhem athlete. Mm-hmm. Always. No, take that back. Uh, I li- when I lived in North Carolina, I followed uh, actually brute strength for a while. 
I yeah, Matt and I go way back actually in like 2017, 2018. I knew him then. So And he he was just a young buck. Mm-hmm. And you know what I, I finally I um I realized today about you, you're not a you're like a hardcore veteran now. You've crossed over. Like yeah. for so long, I kind of wanted to keep you in this like camp of just with the newbies, but you're like so far from a newbie. Yeah, this is my seventh year. It's nuts. Yeah, tell me about it. Absolutely nuts. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I really do like it. Um, I'm. Don't get me wrong. Some days are like really hard, and like you give up a lot. But I wouldn't want to do anything else other than being an athlete. So I'm very thankful for it. What's going on with your camera right now? What's this? What's this? I, I, mean, I like it. It's very unique. You see these like three yellow things on top and the green thing. Don't touch it. Don't touch like it. Like a plant or something. Oh, it's like your frame. It's nice. It's it's nice. It's, case. it's propped up on my sunflower. Oh, it's very cool. I didn't see that it was on it. <laughs> so t- tell me about that. Um, how convenient that you were with Brute Strength. And when you were at Brute Strength, they didn't have the camp in Florida. That's new. You were... Were you at their camp, yeah. some facility? Um, we were in Utah. Um, I spent a few weeks out there actually training. Um, but yeah, it was when I was a teenager. So I was with them for two years, I think. And then, um, and how did you end up there? How did you pick those guys? Um, I think it was, uh, honestly, I'm not sure. I almost said Power Monkey, but that was someone else. But they were they were in Utah, but it might have been were, Brooke actually. Were you living still living in North Carolina at that yeah. time? I think it might have been Brooke Ends. Meaning you met her, you were friends with her, and she's like, Hey, you should come check out Brute Strength, and you went over there and started doing their programming. Yeah, honestly, it's been like five, six years, so I don't really remember, but I'm pretty sure it was Brooke. And uh, and then how did you transition to Mayhem? Um, so after the 2018 teenager games, I was like, uh, I don't think I can make it as individual. So they had reached out, um, and asked if I wanted to be on the second team. And, um, I was like, sure, because I'm not going to make it as individual. So I honestly never would have come to Cookville if it wasn't to be on a team. So it was kind of cool how it worked out. You're was that like so? That this was between 2018 and 2019. Yeah. So a lot of things changed about the qualifying process. Mm-hmm. So when you moved there, you were intending to go on a team, but as that qualifying process was like unfolding, did you reconsider and say, "Well, that's a lot of people. Like maybe I could make it." Yeah, because I think it, originally it said that you had to like win a sanctional. So in my head, I'm like, "No way, I can do that." But then, like once the backfill started then it may become like a little bit more realistic. So then like in February, I ended up qualifying for the open, but I did kind of change my mind a little bit and Rich was like totally fine with it. So, so yeah, I was going to say, not going always, on a team pretty well on the open, uh, open style format. Yeah. So I, I qualified through the open. He was like, you just be our alternate. And um, they switched out independence. So. so you didn't go as a team that year. You actually went as an individual. I was out of the team division then. So, Team, team. Yeah. Sorry, team. Yeah, yeah she ended team. up going as an individual in 2019. Yeah, and final time. And you've never gone. And you've never gone as, as team. Um, I did like one competition at Wadapalooza, and that was it. <laughs> but that never was this but, past January. Yeah. Not a team gal. But you oh. were going to be a team gal. Yeah, but that's because I thought it was my only chance to make it. 
And what I'm did you do? You I'm said actually you were... surprised. I'm actually surprised that you didn't think you could make it after 2018. Oh. Because when I first met you, <laughs> do you remember? Do you, you probably have no idea. I dropped into your gym in College Hill. You and Brittany were training for the 2017 regionals. I don't remember, but. No, but I'll, I'll tell you because this will be, this is how you, I remember you. <laughs> what state is that, Brian? College Hill. It's in North Carolina. It's in, I think, the north or northwest part of the state. And uh, I was on a road trip, and I I saw that you guys were training. You, like, posted something on Instagram. And I was like, it was a Sunday. And I was like, oh, they're actually open. Maybe I'll drop in, and they'll let me do a little workout because I wanted to just to move. And so uh, they were there. I dropped in. You guys were doing a workout that I could not do. It was ring muscle-up overhead squat workout for regionals that year. Workout. I did a little Murph training outside with my vest, and then uh, we were watching Cody Mooney compete up at the East Regional. I think he was friends with you guys. And uh, one of your coaches, this is the first year you made regionals, but you were still only 16 years old. And one of your, I think, I think it was either Brittany's mom or the coach that was there said something like, because you were getting kind of intense <laughs> watching it. And they're like, remember, Haley, it's only your first year. You're going there for fun and, you know, experience, whatever. And then we ended up leaving and you and I were walking out to the parking lot together. And, I, and you just stopped short right in front of me and turned and pointed at me and said, just so you know, I'm not going there for fun. I'm going there to win. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, that's not like she's a 16 year old girl and she doesn't know me. I'm just some guy that just dropped in a gym. And it was important enough for you to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would never even think of saying something like that. <laughs> CrossFit were like, if the CrossFit Games were posted to me, I was like, oh my gosh, like just total fair girl. So as cringy as it was, I definitely believe I did say something like that, but now I would never say something like that. <laughs> oh, that's well, it's given me a good, like, like a, a perception of your, like the fierce mentality that you have, that you're, you, you don't go out there just to, just to do it. You know, you're going out there to try to win every time you could take the fight. Right. Not just for fun. You're not a team girl. <laughs> no, I don't sports either growing up you're what say it again i didn't really like team sports either growing up i don't know because why i don't know i just like being responsible for like for myself if i do bad it's on me you know i don't have to worry about letting someone else down and two cats and a potential mate that's lingering (sighs) hey (laughs) i think i may have heard him in the video when you were eating and they were in a day in a life and you, the cameraman was there talking to you, but then there was someone off camera who said something with a No, no. It couldn't have possibly have been a friend or a training partner. <laughs> yeah. Or just somebody else working on the documentary. <laughs> and it, it wasn't post Malone or machine gun Kelly. Probably not. No. no okay. <laughs> um, s- seven years in, um, uh, uh, Mr. Olson, sev on some cash to send Haley a CEO shirt. Absolutely. Five, five burpees for misspelling of name. Who's, oh. uh, wh- how do you spell your name, Haley? My name? H A L E Y? It's right there on the screen. I know. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> he donated money. It's fine. It's fine. You can spell it however you want, Mr. Hopefully, when if he corrects it, he still spells her last name with only one S, though. <laughs> Haley Adam. Adam. <laughs> um, is your uh, seven years in, are you, are you having some um, body comp? Uh, uh, significant changes. Um, you said that you've changed your, you've committed. I mean, you put in so much work. 
in the complex, you, you did 200 pounds this year. You put in so much work to change your training and your eating. And I think in this most recent video, I think I'm seeing like some, some traps like show up on the scene. Yeah. I mean, I think if you look at a 16 year old body compared to the 21 year old body, it's like you're matured now, like kind of grow into a woman and you do your body transform. So you're only 21. Yeah. <laughs> that surprising i just it's just crazy seven years seven years yeah that's what i, I still remember yeah. carson like it was yesterday like it time just goes by so fast um do you do you, any signs of burnout uh no don't get me wrong there are like hard days but i still love what i do and i'm healthy and yeah um tell me about uh tasia who who is who is that in your life Asia is like my best friend here. Um, we kind of started as training partners. Uh, I was training with the team in 2019 and then so we trained together every day. And then when she uh, stopped competing, she was still there for me every day. And I didn't really have someone in that role of like, obviously Rich is like my coach, but I, I needed someone that was like there for me, you know, um, to, you know, carry your bags and give you food. So when I made the 2020 games, I was like, Tasia, do you want to go with me? <laughs> and we just kind of went from there. And so she's, but honestly the biggest blessing in my life. And she's amazing. Do you see her every day? Yeah. Most days. And, and, and she even works out with you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she's still really fit. She didn't have to scale, but scale the workouts just to like, Keep up with me or give me company. So is she, um, describe her more to you. Is she, is she like an emotional, uh, support for you? Uh, mental is she like, what, what does she do for you? She's everything. She's who I go to if I'm having a bad day or just basically anything or something funny, anything. She's my best friend. Yeah. That's awesome. And she's okay with you being friends with Mal O'Brien. Yeah, she loves the word friends. Are you kidding? Uh, she might be jealous. You never know. You never no. Know. No? Okay. She, she, there's, there's room. Maybe she's not, like, you're not a teen girl. Maybe Tasia's not, like, I share a, share a friend girl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's coming. Is she going to come to the games with you again this year? Yeah. With your coach? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Do you think she has a good read on when it's appropriate to say nothing to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She'll just, yeah, she knows. Like, after, um after last year wasn't after the clean surprisingly i think it might have been after the deadlift and said push-up workout i just kind of like sat there and just had this like look on my face and we didn't say anything for probably 30 minutes right now yeah it was a tough last day for you yeah it was at, at where at, at where the games last year oh your well, and your last competition has been amazing semi-final Strength and depth, yeah. Strength and depth. Syndicate, depth. syndicate, depth. syndicate depth. Crown. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's syndicate what I said. Syndicate, syndicate depth. Syndicate, syndicate depth. Uh, you killed it. Thank you. Yeah, you're stoked, right? That's how you want to go into the games, right? Yeah, I mean, I was super pumped. I technically never won a competition, so. <laughs> she, was- got ro- she got robbed by the uh, the Tia Claus the year before. <sighs> I mean, not really, but. <laughs> well, you know. She, she 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 couldn't go to where she was supposed to compete, yeah. so she had to go somewhere, and you got the short straw, and she came to yours. Well, 
I feel worse for the person six, but yeah. Yeah, everyone got the short straw. <laughs> Haley, when we, I, I can't remember where I heard Rich say it. I, I don't know if it was on this podcast or or somewhere else, but when we were talking about your training, I, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, I think he said that he wanted to see you um, do less metabolic conditioning and more strength training and that you were stubborn in your ways. I think that's what he said. Is, is he, is he, is he, is, is, but he's your coach, right? And the yeah. reason why I bring this up is because, and, and aren't you supposed to just um, uh, bend the knee and like, be like, okay, my coach knows best. Yeah, but I'm a little bit psycho. So <laughs> sometimes I, I, so if I don't do certain things, but um, this off season, I was definitely a lot better about it. Um, and then as games training starts, like it's kind of hard not to. So, cause you're just trying to be really fit and I did better this year. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. You, I mean, you physically look stronger. Are you heavier than you were last year? Um, I don't weigh myself anymore. <laughs> wow. Good on you. Yeah, How long ago did you, you stop doing that? Um, last year. Cool. So no one knows. No one get- knows. Uh, trifecta since 2017. What'd you say? Trifecta since 2017. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And basically, and your go-to meal now is venison. I love venison. It's so good. I have it every day for lunch. And for us California people, that's deer, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't they just call it deer? Mm, I don't know. I don't make the rules. Just venison. And uh, how did you get, why them? T- tell me why them. Like I just eat, I just go to the grocery store and get food, but should I be doing trifecta too? Well, I hate cooking and especially I hate cooking meat. So it was the biggest lifesaver. I just come home, heat it up in the microwave. And they just send you a box full of ice and uh, dry ice and you just open that shit up and get to get, get to town. Yeah, they send it every Friday. I love it. Like I actually eat it every day for every meal. I saw you were um, using uh, plastic utensils. And you were microwaving um, oatmeal in a plastic bowl. I, yeah. I don't. I don't approve. Why? I don't know. Because I'm old. Can we, what about some glass bowls and some steel utensils? I like what I like. I know, but I just feel like a plastic. You put it in the microwave and you heat it up, and like some shit might be coming off there, like off gassing, or like you're getting like some so, something in your body that's like not good. You know, I'm sure the air that we breathe is worse. All right. (laughs) You win. She's not worried about the plastic in the microwave. Yeah. Hey, one thing we have in common is I actually was sponsored by Trifecta for a little bit. Really? Yeah. I was uh, helping them out with some stuff with some firefighters that I do and some other uh, corporate uh, businesses that I worked for for a little bit. So I got free Trifecta for a while. It was awesome. It's it's so helpful. It was. I was was yoked then. It was great. You were? Yeah. You still are kind of yoked. Thanks. It's just the shirt. I buy them a size smaller. Um, so you just, they just, they just, they just know what you want. They just know like someone comes out and does a body comp on you or like, Hey, this is what I work out. Or like, how do they know what to send you? How do you know how much to eat? How do you figure all that out? You just place an order. <laughs> so, so they don't, they're not like, Hey, Haley, we think you should eat this much. Um, here's oh. okay. No. And and who is your nutritionist? Um, I work with M2. I've worked with them for a while. I'm yeah. I basically know kind of what I'm doing now, but nice to have someone check in every once in a 
How's the um, how's the barn these days? Is it filling up with people? Um, actually, a lot of people are at the um, athlete facility, but I'm still I hard at the barn. So, what's the that, athlete? That's up and running now. Yeah, uh, where you you probably see the videos and stuff of um, people that mayhem working out there, but yeah, it's up and running now. What is the athlete facility? I don't know what that is. So it's like attached to um, Mayhem um, and it has AC and it's really nice. Rogue. <laughs> That's a plus. Yeah. Rogue. Uh, I might have a photo. No. This on Mayhem Athletes. Not so that. now there's there's three gyms now. There's the affiliate, there's the athlete facility, and there's the barn. Yeah. So there's the gym, the athlete facility, and the barn. Yeah. And, uh, and, and why are people, um, moving to, to the athlete facility is the barn, is it because the barn's too hot? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's just personal preference. Like I really love the barn. I lo- I feel safe there. I'm comfortable. I just, yeah, I love the vibes there. I like it. And, and who else is there? Is Guy there? At the barn? Yeah. Um, there's like- a ton of, there are a ton of athletes in Cookville right now. Yeah, like today it was just me, so and Ellie and yeah, and then everyone else was at the facility. And Tasia. And Tasia was there this afternoon. <clears throat> when all these games athletes come into town, where do they all stay? I think they stay at a hotel. It's interesting because I, I don't know if you know this, Evan, but there's like uh, they've come from Australia, from South Africa, yeah. from all over Europe. All yeah. the AM athletes, and they've been there for like a week or two. Some of them already. Yeah, I saw an Australian team there um, this past weekend, um, and Lazar is there. So, well, and so these are people who are doing the mayhem programming, and when they go to the games, they reach out and they say, "Hey, can we come early and prep?" Is 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 it pretty informal or is it pretty is it formal? Um, I'm. I definitely think that they reach out to someone. Um, like that's over the program and then make sure and ask and like get everything set up. So at least I think so. And, and you're in the best shape you've ever been in your life right now. Yeah, I, I think so. It's, it, it, it's all systems go. It's what? It's all systems go. You seem so confident in the, um, what, what's the video called? Strength and depth, depth and strength syndicate, syndicate, there it is. syndicate. And the syndicate video, you, you just seem so confident. Yeah, I mean, I tried to have more confidence in myself this year. So, and and when you say you've been doing more um, strength training, can you tell us what that looks like? I feel like I squat all the time. <laughs> like my legs just are always tired. Um, yeah, just more brute strength, accessory work. And the girls, um, Andrea and uh, Taylor. Are, like fuck you don't train with me strong or like i train with me i want to chase you down i mean i cannot if we're doing like one or back i cannot chase them down <laughs> oh my god i think andrea squatted like 340 the other day i was like holy crap wow. i wonder what she, how old is she she's 10 years older than you right 32 yeah 11 years i wonder what she squatted when she was 21 i don't know it's a good question but she's so fit too. She's not just strong. I'm like, I'm glad she's not an individual because she would, I mean, she's already gotten top 10 as an individual. She would do some damage. <laughs> yeah. You've always been impressed by them, right, Brian? Both of them. 
Yeah, but we talked about it uh, on the team show. You know, I think Andrea's skill set overall translates better to an individual composite competition yeah. than Taylor's. Yeah. And Taylor's like almost the perfect team athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so fit. Who's going to watch the cats when you're uh, at the games? <laughs> uh, my mom's going to take them home to Carolina with their cats, and then people will watch them there. Um, what about your um, fat cat? What are you going to do about that? What do you mean? When, not the black one, but the other one, the one that what like. What am I going to do with him? Like, what are you going to? How are you going to get him to? Like, is he going to get a membership at Mayhem? <laughs> oh, he is off the carbs, off the couch, off the couch, off the carbs. <laughs> he's he's living his life. He's fine. Your parents aren't coming to Madison this year. Oh no, they are. Oh, they are. Yeah, but my mom's so nice, and she's going to drive up, take me to the airport, and then take my back home to North Carolina. I, I met your parents in 2019, right before you won uh, Rookie of the Year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They were down, I think they were down in the front row with Chris and Heidi. Probably crying. And they introduced me to them. And they were uh, they may have had some tears in their eyes. Probably. But I didn't. they didn't strike me as the people that would miss you competing at the games. No, no, they definitely were not. <laughs> uh, in, in, one, in one of the videos, it showed that uh, from doing cleans on your collarbone, you had, like, you'd been attacked by a vampire. I... Um, one over here. No. Another one over here. It so, was. I don't know. I can't get rid of it. Uh, how? How? Does that affect your training at all? Like, if like if you had a hand tear and you were doing deadlifts and it was bad enough, you know, you can't do you can't do train the next day or whatever. Would is it I mean, something I, that could fuck you up? Like slow you down? Say I can't train, but there was one day it hurt, was hurting so bad that like every time it landed on it, I wasn't crying. But you know when something hurts so bad that your eyes are just like filling with water. It was like that, and I was okay. I need to like do something with this mm. today, so I just like put a knee sleeve over it. I was gonna say you should probably like bust out like a little uh, attachment or something there, and that, get, get a product behind that and just endorse it. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Million dollar idea: <laughs> the little Haley Adams pad, little crash yeah. pad. So, uh, is that new for this year? Or has that always been happening to you? I've had the one on the left for like forever, but the one on the right is new. But the one on the left is kind of like callus honestly so it doesn't hurt as bad but the right one since it's new hurts so bad who who was it was it sydney michaelition someone we were interviewing had broken either their collarbone or their top rib or something and they didn't know That's have you ever broke that thing Haley? No. <laughs> I hope i haven't it was they, sydney, yeah yeah she could like finish competing that season with it Ugh! wow it wouldn't surprise me if I did, though. Haley, I got a question for you. But you know, at the at the ranch at the the last event, obviously you you ripped your hands really badly, and so did I think Brooke also. And uh, and I noticed that like you know Tia and uh, and Matt did not rip their hands at all. And I was like, in my mind, I'm wondering to myself, is like, are they just you know they're 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 winning everything? Are they also just better at hand care? And is there you know is that something you went back home and like talked to Rich about, or or have tried to make sure that that doesn't happen again? No, I mean, I think it's just kind of like overload of everything that we had done. I mean, just like how some people are more sensitive to other things. I think maybe my hands are just are done for and unfortunately ripped. Um, but I do try to like shave my calluses down and stuff. But I think it was just overload of volume that caused it. So, How's the team look this year? It, from the videos, they look savage and unbeatable. Teams, and, and teams. Sam, what did I say? 
team, but you know, there are three. Oh, team, te- sorry, teams. <laughs> no, no, never mind. Team, no. how's the team? I mean, you know, the team. Is, is what is um Rich said that that's the best team he's ever been on. Is does it look like it when you're watching them out of the corner of your eye? Yeah, I mean, they're all super fit. Like, like I said about Andrea, like, holy crap. I mean, same with Taylor, same with Sam, obviously the Rich. Um, and they work really well together. They look super smooth on the worm. I mean, I think they're super solid. Um, any, anyone have a chance against them? I don't really know much about how team stuff is going. So, I mean, they're definitely not going to – I don't know. but it's It'll it, – it would take a Herculean effort to take them down this year, I think. But they're, but the team division is very, very good. There are some really good teams yeah. besides them. Um, but, yeah, they're super fit. Oh. Do the three teams, do they work out together at all, or is it primarily just, like, on their own? Um, I know they worked out all together uh, this last weekend, but um, I think usually just with everyone's schedule, it's a little mixed up. Yeah, it's t- it can be tough to get 12 people at the same time, all have jobs and whatever. You're getting a third cap after the games this year. You make podium. You can treat yourself to a new cat. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I deserve it. I want a dog. A dog. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm sense you're like a dox. You want a dachshund. I would love an Australian shepherd, but I think I'm going to go oh. lab. Mm. Wow. A lab? You said wow. Big, big dog. You can never go wrong with a lab. So. Wow. So you're a cat and dog person. Yes. Only got uh, because like I can't take care of a dog yet or I wasn't ready. You know. Very mature decision. Yeah. I does your hurt. How does your friend feel about the cat in the refrigerator? <laughs> what friend? Just I don't know, your whatever friend, just any of your friends. How do your friends feel for just a, a your mystery friend? How does your mystery friend feel about the cat in the fridge? What's your mystery friend? Is this any friend? Yeah, just any friend. Yeah. I mean it's my house. Your boyfriend. How's your boyfriend feel about the cat <laughs> in the refrigerator? Counters. It's fine with it. Um, would your mom, if your mom was visiting, would, would, were you allowed to have cats on the counters as a kid? Yeah, she's a bigger cat person than me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm judging you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's <laughs> fucked up. Fucked up. One time, my, cat, my cousin had her cat in the freezer. <laughs> oh. On purpose? Just She just couldn't let it go. I can't. I saw a TikTok. <laughs> Your cousin's cat. Di- Wait, sorry, Haley. Say that again. Sorry, <laughs> Haley. Say. That. Yeah. His cat jumped it- in the fire and it and he put it in there and it died. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Right. You go to jail for that. And so, yeah. so you imagine you can't find your cat. Um. Uh. So. So. Susa. So, sorry, Haley. I know this is your interview. You. You had a. A relative who loved their cat so much that they stored it in the fridge after it died. Oh, and the freezer. Wow, that is fucked up. Yeah, especially when you're watching their current animals and they don't tell you. Aww. And you just open. You and found like, it there. <laughs> it wasn't like it was there on accident. It was preserved. That's really sad. Well, it was already gone. It was I already know. gone. Probably really. Yeah. Yeah, shit gets weird Seems sometimes. Morbid. Like, can you just get it stuffed or something? Well, at first, I forgot that when you said the the cat in the refrigerator, that's where my mind went. But then I remember as you I watched the video, it was going in there and crawling out, and I was like, oh, he he means the alive cat. So that's what reminded me of that story. I'm used to the other. <laughs> hey, what happened to that relative? Did they are they addicted to meth or anything now? <laughs> I'll have to tell you later. Uh, oh, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Good story. Okay. 
Um, Anthony uh, would like to know when Rich retires this year, are you the leader of the barn? I apologize. He's making the presupposition that you are not the current leader. I apologize for that. That's his house. Uh oh. You hear that? I heard him. Is that a cat? Hey, I wonder why your connection's all fucked up. Why do you think her connection's fucked up? Because her picture's perfect. Uh, not that bad. I think it's just a little lag. The audio? The, yeah, maybe. What's happening? I don't know if I should answer this. Don't answer it. Okay. Unless they're calling for Haley. Don't answer it. I can't tell. Who is it? If, if you, if you, uh, it's a, it's a guy from England. Sometimes it's robots. Uh, if you have a question for Haley, you can go ahead and call in. If you want to know like who she's dating or anything like that, feel free oh my to gosh. call in. Um, I she, love, I love that my life is like that side of my life is so private. I love it. Is, it is, it is, oh, and that's it, good. Yeah, keep it that way. And you really what, Susan? What? Wait. Oh, what? sorry. I just wanted to be on her side. She ran away from me. I want a palooza that one time, and I made it weird. And now I'm going to be at the games, and I'm just trying to get some repertoire, if you oh, will. Yeah, coming to the games, Susan. Yeah, I'm staying. With why you, are Brian, why are you, you keeping why are you keeping that side of your life private? Because I want to. Yeah. Okay, hold on. That's good. Mr. Weeks, you're live on the air. How can I help you? Uh, uh yeah, I'd like to ask Savon about the kids program. Wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> Please call back later. Uh, can you call back tomorrow? This is the adult program. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he just talked about the kids program. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, this morning I talked with Matt Torres. I think about the kids program. Is that your real oh, voice? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you always got to be careful. Okay. Okay. That was scary. Yeah. <laughs> this is. Uh, I. <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> Susan doesn't like letting the callers call in. No, that's scary. Savon just yeah. feels too bad to hang up right away, so he kind of lets it linger a little bit, and it's squirrely sometimes. <laughs> this one's going to be much better. Uh, um, Samuel, how can I help you? You're on with Haley I'm Adams. Also, I'm also here to talk about the kids' program. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what? Is this a joke? I do. <laughs> I so. The show's crazy. The show is crazy. I'm scared. <laughs> right? Doesn't it make your palms sweaty? The last time we did it, I was like, whew, I was on it. Who um and anyone staying with you now is a uh, uh, was doesn't Andrea stay with you when she's in town or something? Yeah, and I had a roommate, um, but she just moved home. She just she just moved she just moved from where? She moved home. Oh, okay. Oh uh-huh. like done. So you're solo now. Okay. Wow. Uh is is Keller is Keller a male name or girl's name? Keller. It could be both. It's a, it's a male's name. Okay, Mr. Keller. Hi. Well, how how can I help you? Helen Keller. Okay. Um, My question is for Haley. Good. No, thank it's not about a kids program, is it? Scared. Don't be scared. He'll hang up not quick. He'll defend your honor. Haley, huh? what is your favorite games event that you've done? Atlanta. <laughs> That's a really hard question, actually. Maybe one from that year. It was a uh, one or 1500 meter row and then five rounds of 10 bar muscle ups and I think mm-hmm. seven push jerks. It was the first mm-hmm. event of the 2020 games. And 
that's the one the first one that comes to mind but i really liked that one it was fun and it was just like dead silent out there the vibes were like you can never match that again it was just a really cool experience i it's cool that you mentioned it's cool that you mentioned uh the environment or the scene too as opposed to just the movement it was like dead silent and there were just a few people around and i was like oh we're doing this keller uh, we're going to give you two questions would you have a second question oh you are so kind Savon. you must be on something no i just can't i'm just can't get i can't um the interview i started sweating because the interview was going so slow so i needed help so i opened up the phone lines all right. Uh, question number <laughs> two, Haley. This is a this is gonna be out of left field. Nothing crossword related. Oh, good. If you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would it be? Billie Eilish. Um, and who is the oh. second person you broke up? Post Malone. Uh huh. Okay, Billie Eilish. Post Malone. Um. I feel like I need to find one that's singer, but I don't know. I listen to music so much. I just love singers. So maybe Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Here, hey, she's, let me, I'm going to choose for her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> she wants to um, have dinner with the founder of TikTok. No. Um, and uh, who's, the, who's the guy? Who, who's the Apple guy? Steve Jobs. He, Steve Jobs. Oh, yeah, Dead or Alive. Okay. And, um, and she'll bring Rich as a chaperone. That's that's who she really wants. <laughs> tech, tech CEO. Hey, well, <laughs> hey, she loves TikTok, and time. she's always on her iPhone, and she just wants to say thank you to those two people. No. Oh, you, okay, I'm wrong. Do you do a lot of TikToks? Um, I, used I don't to have TikTok anymore. I just like watching it now. It just makes my day. It or I guess, but the best thing are on there so that's true now it's all recycled content on instagram after it's already been on tiktok that's how it works now (laughs) this uh meme and it said um people that uh won't download tiktok think they have a phd in maturity (laughs) (laughs) that is me i think i'm too good for tiktok well that's unfortunate (laughs) i know i know it's a total it just really just shows that i'm fucking old and tired that's all it really oh this is going to be fun this is from canada this is from canada the only show where we let you talk to the athletes welcome to the Sevon podcast hello oh wait no sorry hold on we try we try to let you talk to the from canada hi jim do you want Haley to come set you free break you out of your country yeah that'd be fantastic hmm, okay just wait by the border she'll be by <laughs> <laughs> How can I help you? I got, I got, I got a question for you. Okay. It, it is related to um, injury in the sport and competition. And um, I kind of compare it to, uh, say, MMA fighters. You know, uh, every fighter going into the camp, there's always going to be some type of injury. Whether there's a significant magnitude or, or something small, I'm sure uh, all the CrossFit uh, athletes going into the games face something similar similar to that. The question is, uh, how do you manage um, injuries going forward into the game? I always, I always want to ask that too, but I feel bad asking that. I'm glad you asked it. I've actually been super fortunate in my career to not really have any injuries. The only thing that's ever happened was that gnarly ankle roll 
But um, I think getting close to the games, it's like you're not going to get any fitter. So just taking care of yourself and being smart with your training and making sure you don't have any injuries from overuse. And that's just kind of what – stop. That's just kind of what I've lived by has worked for me. Yeah, I, I don't think that um, – I don't think Haley's prickly, but the, but Sevon is baffled by Haley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ba- And doesn't know how to proceed. It's fun to watch. I'm definitely baffled. Baffled. Why? It's just it's a um it's a trippy cadence of of discussion. Oh God, it's the guy who wants to talk about the kids program. Don't answer it. <laughs> Harry, somebody uh, DM'd me this um for you here. So apparently there is a product. There. Wow. Oh, that's Becca Voigt. Becca yeah, Voigt. That's the co- lift collar, I think. The lift collar. Yeah. Oh. Um. Like hey, it. for for a hundred thousand um, dollars, she will wear that at the games. Can you? Could you wear that at the games? I was wondering if I could, like, um, uh, brand on it, and I don't know if it's like counts as like added clothing. I don't know. It would reduce your front squat by a few pounds or a pound. I wonder how heavy that thing is. A half. A you pound. think it would reduce it? I don't know. Because well, however much it weighs, half a pound. Oh, oh, no. I see what you're getting at there. <laughs> like cloth <laughs> uh, how many how, how's that company doing go up to the top i want to see i have no idea lift collar hey do any of the companies that sponsor you um you have equity in i don't oh God, this, <laughs> yeah this guys guys lift call dear lift collar reach out to Haley and give her half your fucking company and she will wear this and you guys will fucking sell i, I don't even know how much she converts yeah she can she's a converter Save my neck. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, you'll save her neck. Broken deals. That's it. Broken Call her. Deals. Save me. Save me. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, I didn't know the girls listened to the show. Please proceed. Perfect. Oh well, my husband listens to the show, oh, but I'm sense. listening to right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. I I do listen in the background sometimes. It's pretty fun. Okay. Good. Um. I had a question for Haley. I was wondering if you are still in school at all. And if you are, like, are you, um, like, what's your progress like? Um, has it kind of slowed since the games training and everything or just being a full-time athlete? Like, what's that kind of like for you? No, so I decided that I wanted to take this semester's off, like, during games training. Um, mm-hmm. But actually looking to sign up for classes in the fall. Because I like going in person. And it's so hard to go in person, like – obviously during games training and people make this wasn't a priority um but we have made some progress i want to be a dental hygienist so um obviously i want to do dental hygiene school until after I'm done with crossfit so there's no need to like rush all my credits right now so i'm just kind of like slowly um in classes here and there so yeah i was wondering about that because i remember you saying that but i didn't know if like you yeah. plan on going into something else or if that was show your plan, but that's cool. Can you believe she's 21? Um, I mean, kind so, of, she's, she started when she was 17. She's been in it for a few years. So, I mean, but yeah, she's, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I can believe that. It's gotta be, it's gotta be before she was 17. I'm going to do the math. So if she's 21 minus seven would mean she's like 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Spot on. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You think she do you think she smokes the jewel if you had to guess if Haley had smoked the jewel? Does she smoke the jewel? <laughs> I, 
I don't think so whatsoever. She watches TikTok. I think yeah, they go I mean, hand in I'm hand. A, yeah, I'm a high school teacher, so I see a lot of that, and she's definitely not one of those. Yeah, no, thank you. Oh, do you see people smoking <laughs> the jewel in class, like trying to take a hit off it in class? Um, no, but like sometimes I walk past the bathroom and it smells like strawberries, and I don't think it's like, yeah, like uh, you know, Twizzlers. They're not in there eating Twizzlers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or they they come back after 20 minutes and they're you know acting a little funky. So that's funny. Kids, yeah. All right. Well, maybe you should introduce them yeah, to I'll Haley think- Adams. Show them some old Haley Adams videos and be like, "You could be this girl." <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing with your life right now? You're 16. Look what she was doing. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, though. We love the show. You yeah. don't. Your boyfriend does, or your husband does. Don't lie to me. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually do. You're it's here really for funny. Haley Adams. I can see how many people are watching. We never have met this many people watch. I know you're here for Haley. <laughs> Yeah, but my my husband's actually DM'd you a couple times, and he loves that you're so active and responding. So that's pretty cool. Cool. Tell your husband I love him. Yes, he oh. loves you too. Okay. <laughs> have a good one. Bye. We are lucky to have on the phone right now. Who? How many people are watching? A man. Uh, I can see six fifty. A man. Amanda Hari. We have. Yes, that is who you have. <laughs> Super Hi, CrossFit Hallie. Games reporter. I do have a YouTube channel, and I am a reporter. I wanted to ask Haley what the field has to do to beat Tia. Um, when you find out, let me know. Hit her with a <laughs> fucking bat. <laughs> no, literally, it's crazy how good she is, and um. Yeah, I don't, I don't even really know the answer to that question. But be better than her, I guess. It's crazy. What do you think? What do you think, Amanda? I think it's going to be a group effort. I don't think it's going to be one athlete that can take not take Kelly down, um, take Tia down. I think it's going to have to be everybody trying to chip away and just get ahead of her and push her down to the second, third, fourth place finishes. Because right now she's finishing first in every event, and there's just no way to beat her then. A team effort, like someone hold her down in the back while the rest of the girls go. <laughs> like in a run, someone works. just take one for the team and push her. <laughs> oh, she's insanely good. It's crazy. Maybe I mean, these 15 rookies can help make a difference. You know, maybe they have specialties we don't know about. Maybe. I think they're going to get exposed this year. <laughs> Amanda, you think Haley's going to be on the podium this year? Uh, I think there's a chance. I hope she is. I think she's definitely top five and could push for a top three finish. Maybe she beats Tia. Yes, I agree. Maybe she does. Thank you, Amanda. Bye-bye. Haley, thanks for coming on. I hope it was fun. It was. <laughs> you said it wasn't very good, so. I said what? You said the interview was, um, I don't remember, but you said something about it was going slow. No, 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 no. I was baffled. It was me. They, they, they were teasing me because I don't know how to handle you because you're such I'm not, you're such a unique character. What? has nothing to do. I don't know. It's the way your mom raised you because you're cooler than me because you're more <laughs> chill. Why is it? Why am I unique? <laughs> how the tables have turned. Yes, I can't. I can't answer <laughs> that. It's my show. I ask the questions. <laughs> is it easy? Say, say it again. The easy question. 
Um, I just think that you're just a unique character. I think we, you, you, when we interact, you travel at a different cadence than I do. Slower or faster? Um, probably slower. I'm a little more hyperactive than you. Like I'm all hopped up on coffee and, you, and you're on the beam. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we did have a, we did, I, I really am happy you came on. And I think this was an amazing podcast. I had fun. Good. That's, That's all that matters right. to me. Yeah. I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bug you at the games <laughs> anyway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bug you. Yeah, I know. And I'll call Brian afterwards and Matt and be like, dude, did you hear that? She said she'll come on. <laughs> Don't think I won't. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Bye, Harry. Thank you. Do you have any advice for me? Do you have any words? Do you have any advice for me? I told you that I think you should use glassware. Um, Tell us who your boyfriend is and keep your cat out of the fridge. Um, Um, Do you have any advice for me? Get him, Haley. I think you should get a cat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get, I'm going to get Ben Smith instead. Put it on the Instagram. Everyone's going to know. Savon's getting a cat. I'm getting Ben Smith instead. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for the advice. I'll tell my wife. See what happens. Good. Thanks. All right, dear. Bye. Bye. Mr. Smith. How you doing? Good. Hey, buddy. how are you? I'm doing well. Dude, it's you're 15 my time. It's a little late for me, but I'm good. Oh, you're uh yeah. Thanks for doing this. And it was short yeah. notice. I apologize. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Do you know, um, do you know, Brian, Brian, Ben, Ben, Brian? Yeah, I've seen you around. Okay, and, and and Matt Souza is the guy with the Sevon on his shirt. Got it. Branded. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still, um, so Ben, how old are you? Uh, 32. It was it was crazy talk, we, um, talking to um, Haley Adams. I can't believe she's 21 years old, seven years. Yeah, she's That's crazy. She I remember she came to Krypton once when she was, she was a teenager, maybe like 15 or something like that, when she, when she was just winning all the competitions, but. Yeah, she's been doing this for a while already. You also went to your first games at 19 years old, right? Yeah. Yep. The uh, 2009, I was I had just turned 19, uh, so I was like, I qualified when I was 18, and I was 19 at the games. Yeah. So a bit more or less. Well, it was different, very different landscape. Yeah, she was she was competing like you know at age 14, 15, or they they didn't have that division when I was when I was uh, that age. (laughs) Way back uh, Sh- in my day, Sean Jizzum. Sean 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 Thank you, Sean Jism. Are you having Ben on <laughs> since you can't get Laura to come back? Uh, God, is it that obvious? Sorry, Ben. We're just using you. Damn. I figured, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a running joke. I mean, I, we actually had an amazing time with her, but uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was ben. the best. That was the best podcast ever. It is. I think so yeah. too. Thank you. Yeah. Um, chemistry was amazing. Uh, when um, when when you when Haley's on here, and she says her she her complex was two hundred pounds, right? And she's frustrated. I mean, and she's happy, and that was like amazing for her. But the girl next to her is doing two forty five or whatever, whoever that was. Um, if she, if you were her coach and she's twenty one years old, but she's also a seven year veteran, what's the what's the plan? Does she? Seven-year veteran who's already finished in the top six three times at the CrossFit Games as an God. individual, mm-hmm. despite not having top end so strength. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's rough. Yeah, it's hard. I, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's like 
that just takes time to develop. It's not like you're going to have it overnight. It's not going to happen in a year. You know, it's just like, it's one of those things that you just got to be dedicated to for, for a long time. And I think a lot of different athletes have experiences like that with different movements, with different, you know, whatever they might be, but, uh, you try to, you try to cover up those band-aids or with band-aids during the competitions as much as you can, you know, and, and just, you know, maybe play to your strengths a little bit better. Um, I, I meant to ask her what her back squat was when she was 16, but, um, not, not only, not only is it, um, her whole, I guess you could say, but, but everyone, everyone talks about it the same way, you know, people might talk about Laura and her handstand pushups. You have these superstar athletes who are just exposed with these holes. Um, can she, um, put on, like, could we be looking at a girl who at 24 would have a 260 pound back squat? Uh, uh, 260, not uh, 260 pound back squat, but put 40 pounds on that, on that complex so that she gets up to, uh, I mean, yeah, is that, I real, is that I, realistic I or should she, or would you tell her, Hey, fucking, you're never going to win. You're never going to get strong. I mean, I'm not going to say that. To, I wouldn't say that to anybody, you know, it's like, uh, I'm not, I'm not the most gifted and I won the games, you know, physically. It's like, there's just, it, it could happen. You just keep working at your weaknesses. I mean, I don't know what else you can say to that, but it's, it's a, it's a hard gap to fill. That's for sure. It's actually something um, I've been thinking about a lot because I was, I've been watching some of the uh, CrossFit games coverage from last year in preparation for this year's games. And there was an event. It was, a, I think it was the um, rope climb ski Husavelt bag carry and Laura was basically crushing everyone. And Jason Ingram was talking about, you know, in the case of Laura, like, yeah, she has this one hole of whatever difficult version of handstand pushups that she's not great at, but outside of a competition that like, like rogue that one year that demanded a minimum work requirement. She couldn't do it. So it eliminated from the competition. She can take a bullet on a strict handstand pushup workout. If she's so good at everything else and still obviously finish second at the games twice, but I don't think strength falls into that category. Like that's something you still are going to need to consistently work at over time. Yeah. It's one of those genetic things. It's hard, you know, like you either have it or you don't in a sense, it's kind of like speed, you know, all the games champions have been strong. I, yeah, I mean, right? CrossFit likes to do the events where you just got to move weight. You just got to move things A to B. You got to you got to be able to use your body weight, but you also have to carry heavy objects, lift heavy. It, it's just like, it's kind of, it's not skewed that way, but it it, it seems to be, uh, it seems to be definitely a little bit favored towards the towards the strength side at the games. Um, how, were you how old were you when you started to get strong? <laughs> um, depends on what you classify as strong. Just for your age and for your size, were you always strong when you came into CrossFit? Were you were you already pretty strong? I would say I would say I was pretty strong for my size for sure, but it just kind of like had slowly built over the time as I as my technique got better. I was I was very raw uh, as a lifter when I when I first started, and I mean I did like I watched Josh uh, uh, Josh Everett and I split snatched and split cleaned, you know, when I started doing (laughs) CrossFit. So it's like so did seven obviously. Yeah, I'm I mean, still doing it. He's, he's carrying it on. <laughs> I missed that, but yeah, no, that's how I started. But, you didn't um, miss anything. <laughs> I'll have to go back and search that one. When was the first? How old were you, if you remember, but the first time you back squatted like over three hundred, like three hundred five or three fifteen? So, like, even when I first started squatting, like I could squat well. Like it wasn't like I had weak legs or anything. Um, three fifteen, maybe. I mean, I think I could do that in high school. For sure. But oh wow. Okay. Yeah, so you yeah, were I strong. I knew it was yeah. something like that. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I used to coach high school football players and there were guys squatting five hundred, six hundred pounds. Like it's all yeah, relative. For sure. 
I mean, I was 165 pounds in high school too, 175 pounds. So it wasn't like I was a big kid at all. I was, was a quarter, kid. and it was a quarter squat. Let's not lie. It was, it was close. <laughs> to the med ball. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, I mean, the conventional wisdom or the truth would be that like Haley's so young and she may have not even reached her strength building years. Right. I mean, For sure. she's 21. Sure. She might end up, I mean, in eight years, we might be looking at one of the strongest athletes in the field. Right. Depends on what she dedicates her time to I, I wouldn't put it past her that's for sure okay I mean, strength so it's not genetic she's not 20s, she's mid early 30s yeah so she's not it's not um god hasn't said this one's going to be weak she can she can, there can be a training program that that makes her strong i mean i would think so sure yeah and how much weight would you really have to add? And Brian, you probably know this better, but like how much weight would you really actually have to add to these lifts just to get herself in contention to where the holes aren't that big to where it damages is damages her that much over the weekend? That's the, that's the question still, is just what, what do you have to build, the you know? top five? Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, is the strength really holding her back that much to where she should like wipe the board clean and just focus on that? Well, 5% stronger. <clears throat> and is she in second place? Right on the podium. Yeah. And how hard would it take to gain 5%? You know, that's the question. We'll see because, uh, there's a new games programmer now and everything could possibly change a little bit. That's very true. Mm. Yeah. Like for some, for an athlete like that, it does come down to the programming. I mean, at at some, at some point, you know, so. I think what's, you know, what's cool. And when I look like these last three years have obviously been so crazy, but she's proven consistency across a variety of different styles of games. And obviously there's been some heavy implements in the way. And despite that, when there were cuts and despite that, when there was a drastic cut, and then despite last year where there was, you know, most athletes got to do most workouts, she's still finding a way to be up there towards the top, a very young age with a clear, you know, disadvantage in the strength relative to the rest of the field, but she's not the first one to do that. Julie Fouché wasn't that much different. You know, she couldn't move the top end strength, but she had that capacity. And Chris Hinshaw's talked about it to do her, her 80, 85, 90% and hang with the girls that were doing their 70, 75, 80%. She could just move that, that moderate heavy weight really, really well. Mm-hmm. Ben, did I hear you say recently you're the fittest going into the season this year, that you're the fittest you've ever been your benchmarks yeah. and everything were, mm-hmm. Um, this is gonna be, I'm just going to fucking tear in here. Um, when you look at the field now, are you like, then fuck these guys. Everyone must be juicing. I'm the fittest I've ever been. I won the fucking CrossFit games. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, we know 13 of them were, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, I mean, does it, does it, does it, does it creep into your uh, psyche? Do you have an opinion on it? Do I have an opinion? I, d- I heard you don't like talking about that stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't. But when I just, when I, when I tie it up with the fact of, um, you being the fittest you've been, I think, well, what the fuck is going on? Basically, I've been hanging out with Andrew Hiller and he's fucking scrambled my brain. Like, I just thought this was the cleanest sport ever and that no one did anything. And then like, he's kind of, he's, he's, he's slowly creeping in like fucking a spider into my ear. Like, yeah. I mean, look, it's easy. It's really easy to say, oh, this guy's on something. This guy's on something. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I know me and that's about it. So it's, like I can't, fo- if I dwell on it, I compete poorly. Hmm. It's like, and I train and I, it frustrates me when I'm training. It frustrates me day to day, you know, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I try not to dwell on, on it as much as I can, but there's definitely times where I'm like, all right, well, I don't know. It seems a little suspect or whatever, but I've been saying that's about it. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is I've been saying it, uh, you know, the back half of this year is 
there are guys that will show up to the games this year fitter than they were last year, and they'll do worse. They'll, their overall finish will be worse at the games. I just think that mm-hmm. the, the field is moving forward. The field's getting so much better, you know, and it, it really does come down to the little things, um, especially on the guy side, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. The field's like just – it seems like has just kind of skyrocketed forward. Um, and what do you mean especially on the guy side? Um. Like, I feel like the, you're getting similar women at finishing at the top, right? Kind of right now. Whereas the guys, maybe there's a little bit more separate or there's a little less. Um, there's more people that could finish in the top five, let's say, for the guys than for the girls. The boys are definitely in some sort. Well, even the girls, there is some sort of like changing of the guard, right? Some transitioning. I mean, you had um, Katrin didn't make it to the games. Sarah didn't make mm-hmm. it to the games. Uh, and he's going teams. Kristen retired. Carrie's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jamie Simmons, um, and, and this year you 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 still have strong games aspirations. You were giving it your all this year. Yeah, no, I was. I mean, I, there's obviously things in my life that you know I have a family now, and it's like I run the gym and I have online programming. It's like there's other things that take up my time and effort as well. So I'm trying to balance them best as I can as a human. And it's like it's not the easiest thing to be you know, dedicating all of your time in the gym to games training when you have all of these other things that you're also doing too. So I'm just trying to do my best at, at all of those things. And, uh, you know, I'm okay with how things shake out. I'll give it my best effort and kind of see where I fall. I still enjoy playing the game. And, and, and uh, meaning, tr- you mean the open, the quarterfinals, yeah, doing the, the open, yeah. Doing, yeah, seeing where you fall. Like if, look, if you could do the open and you qualify for the quarters and then you do the quarters and you qualify for the semifinals, why wouldn't you go? Yeah. You know, so. Um, tell me about the podcast. Uh, how, how how long have you been doing it, and uh, and and why are you doing it? Um, I mean, it's been it's been on and off. We're we're both pretty busy. Um, but yeah, I mean, JB and What's I have been Jamie. JB, uh, he's just he's a good friend of mine. Um, you know, he's been kind of you know my right hand man for a long time. We we hang out, we talk, have good conversations, and we're like, hey, let's start. A, we always talk about the. Uh, uh, a lot of the things that have to do with like CrossFit and their correlation to, you know, a faith or something like Christianity. Uh, and we have a lot of good conversations and um, sometimes they're interesting. Sometimes they're not, but uh, I think they are. Um, but yeah, we're just kind of having fun, having some conversations, learning how to talk. Uh, it's it's weird talking online, having people be able to comment that you can't talk back to them or, <laughs> or say anything. And I don't know, it's kind of like a little experiment too. And, and how had you guys had that idea for a long time before you launched it? Was um, it yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a little bit of both. We talked about it for a while, but we never pulled the trigger. How long? How long? Uh, how often do you do it? We don't have like a set schedule either because it's like you know he's out of town. I was out of town last week. He was out of town this week. It's it's just hard to to make our schedules work unless we do like a Zoom call or something. But it's just not the same on the Zoom call as it is in person. Tell it's me a, about it's it. a it's a weird balance. Well, <laughs> I hate being in person with someone. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a weird balance with the with the podcasting thing. You know, obviously, there's these uh, formulas and algorithms where like you pump out content and then you get more like, like notoriety or you know get seen more. You pop up on people's things, but if the if the sacrifice of that is quality, then is it you know is it is it worth it? So yeah, I kind of like yeah, you know that you guys are a little bit more random and. When it pops up, you know, that's a good time. And it's like, oh, man, I've been waiting to hear from Ben for two weeks. And now that here he is. Yeah, sure. And we kind of st- and I, I think one of the big reasons we started it was we saw like the whole CrossFit space kind of just trending in a different direction than it kind of started with. I think you guys all see it, too. You mm-hmm. guys have been around for a while. So 
I don't think people know what CrossFit is anymore. Uh, I want to, I want to dig into that, uh, here. Uh, Hey Ben, my wife, she just called in. I'm the husband. Well, then talk to me, Ryan. This isn't a fucking <laughs> show. Uh, we are planning on dropping into Krypton on Friday morning at 9 a.m. on our way home from vacation at the Outer Banks of North Carolina. All right, Carolina. I will see you on Friday then. Ryan. Um, it's like, Ryan, Ryan, do you have one blue pa- plate on and one green plate on? You got to get the plates the same color. <laughs> um, t- t- tell, tell me what you t- – tell me about that. Let's explore that a little bit. Um, sure. People don't know what CrossFit – um, is anymore like new yeah, people mean, you it, mean coming it, into it the front door people. like they think they're at a um a shooting range and they're at a gun shop like <laughs> <laughs> i mean people people walk, i don't know why people walk into the gym or email the gym and say hey, i want to start crossing like everybody has a different reason and i don't know what it is i don't know what their background is with crossfit and it's like it's our job when they walk in to to teach them what this is that they're doing and i think you can come into a gym and you you know, you can be at a gym for six months, a year, a year and a half, two years, and not really even know what CrossFit is. You just go in and you get a workout. Right. It seems like you're just kind of like, uh, you know, I'm coming in, I'm doing a fit class. Like I just work out for 20 or 30 minutes. I sweat and I go home and I feel better about myself. But it's like, it's our job as coaches to, to teach those athletes what they should be doing or what they should be trying to achieve when they come into the gym. You know, even if it's something that they might, might not want to do, like, uh, they might not want to do, uh, try a handstand push up or on the wall or something. They might not want to ride the assault bike. They just want to ride the bike or, or something. And it's like, it's our job to, to expand their, uh, you know, sphere of whatever they know and whatever is comfortable to them and, and push them a little bit in all of the domains and kind of teach them what they're doing. So, you know, it's a really good way in the podcast too, to talk to everybody in your gym without talking to everybody in your gym. So we, we do that a lot too. Um, g- give me where, g- like, the idea of the coach's office came in give me an example of what, of what that looks like um to uh, give me like a prototypical imaginary client that walks in and they're in there for let's say a month and or however long they're in there before you have the first talk to them and they're like you know we have a nutrition program or hey you know you should actually be doing some auxiliary work or what do you say to them how do you teach them so so a guy walks in and he wants to work out there tell me tell me like uh, this imaginary guy his life cycle at, at krypton sure ideal um, life cycle I mean, the, it, it's, it's, there's not really an ideal life cycle because it's different to everybody for, for the reasons that they come in. So I always ask them, you know, what they're here for, what their goals are. Eventually we get there, you know, we'll do the introduction class, uh, teach them what the class is like, what they kind of should expect. Um, yeah. You cause know. you don't want to scare them off and they feel like it's Scientology on day one <laughs> talking to <laughs> which, the recorder and tell me your 10 dreams, you're like, yeah, which, you, which you easily could, you know, yeah, like I mean, a, uh, yeah, you yeah. Super passionate about it. I, I mean, know. I know. Yeah. We're fucking weirdos. We got to like ratchet our shit way down <laughs> for sure. For sure. But you, you just give them a little bit at a time and let them kind of follow the path. Yeah. Uh, so, it, so yeah, tell me, slow, sorry, it's a slow process. No, I don't, there's not a specific thing. I'm, I'm not a, uh, I don't have a, but if, okay, let me ask you this. I'll, I'll ask you a specific do, question. You know? If someone's been to your, going to your gym for a year and you haven't talked to them about nutrition, you think you're not doing your duty? Um, if they've been at your gym for a year and you haven't shared with them one journal article, original Glassman journal article, are you not doing your duty? Like, what's I, mean, a, I could be better in that regard for sure. Uh, sorry, and, and, and I'm not putting you on the stand. I'm just trying to understand <laughs> no, what you mean. I'm, I'm like, to, to me, part of me wants to be like, hey, who gives a fuck if they know what CrossFit is or not? Stefan, you know he doesn't talk about nutrition. He coaches in that Pizza Planet shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Good spot, right? 
Uh, hey, it's my Rich. Disney shirt. We went to Disney a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Rich Holton. Oh, let's talk about Disney too. Um, Ben Sevon talks shit to people. On the, dude, Rich Ben watches my Ben watches every show I make, and he's a closet watcher. He's in the bathroom telling his wife he's got diarrhea, but he's in there watching my show with the door closed. <laughs> AirPods on. Um, um, is, is it is it wrong that people don't know what it is? I guess it all if the affiliates if you're an affiliate owner and you don't know what it is, I guess that might be kind of messed up. I mean, it's not wrong. It's it's not really wrong. Like, uh, it's just it, it is what it is, and I'll, I'll try to do my best to, because I believe if people know what what it is that they're doing, they'll be better for it. You know, if they know what why they're coming in, or they have a reason as to uh, or a focus for the day or a goal or something, they're going to be better than they were before they came into your gym. And that's always your goal as an affiliate owner. So I'm just trying to make people better at the gym, and that's why I opened it. I saw CrossFit as like, you know, this thing that was true that stood out above everything else like outside of everything else in the world when it's all like you know like instagram is now you know crossfit stood out as hey this is a true fitness methodology that's against the grain that's different it's outside the box uh you know it builds toughness it builds character but it also gets you fitter than any other human being on the planet it's like that sounds pretty cool to me i'm gonna go try to uh compete in these games that they have and then I found out how much it affects people and changes people's lives and, and what it does for their families and their communities and like the kind of community you can create just around a workout at a gym. And then I opened a gym and it's like, that's just how it's been going for me. So, um, and now I'm starting a podcast because people don't know what it is that they started in the first place. <laughs> and uh, I think that there comes a point in every, the life cycle of every business or company or whatever, where they lose track of where they came from and mm. somebody's got to bring them back. So mm. that's kind of what I feel like we're trying to do with the podcast. Well said. I, I see I see that pe- I'm okay with people having different values or desires from doing CrossFit, right? You come to yeah, CrossFit absolutely. and let's say you just want to get a really nice beach body and you're 22 years old. Kudos to you. But I mm-hmm. but I also think it's important for those 22-year-olds to hear um, at the beginning of every class or through some writing, hey, just so you know, we have a, uh, a cure type 2 diabetes uh, diet challenge coming up, and it's okay if the 22-year-old poo-poos it. They just need to hear it once or twice a week so that one year down the road when they hear that their great aunt in um, fucking Texas has type 2 diabetes, they can be like, oh, shit. I think Ben said he had some sort of diet to help that. And, that, and, then, and then by the time they're 40, right? then their parents are going to start be having illnesses and they'll be like, Oh, I've actually been in this program that so has offers so much more than what, what, than what I thought. Right. Like it's, a, that's why it's okay to come in there and not know and let kind of like the flower blo- blossom. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's what makes it kind of cool. Cause you can learn from that too. Right. As coach. Like the values of why you started and why you do it now have completely changed. Right. Sure. Always, they're always changing, you know, and you're always, you're always, uh, you're always growing and changing. And it's not like it's easy to point out and say that person's wrong or that person's wrong, but nobody understands that everybody's kind of on their own little path. And, uh, sure there's right and wrong and there's things that you should do and shouldn't do, but, um, you know, with it, it's better that people are coming to the gym, uh, than it is if they don't come to the gym <laughs> in the end. Seven, I might thought about your, your kind of your <clears throat> line of questioning here is, you know, like within a year, should you ask this or what's the appropriate time frame for that is, um, you know, when, when it comes to coaching, I think that one of the, just as important as being able to instruct the movements or correct the movements is to uh, read people, 
you know, and, and you understand that the delivery of that message could be uh, critical. And if you do it at the wrong time, it might not go so well. Mm. Great point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you don't have them talking to a tape recorder on day one. <laughs> I mean, I definitely feel like if I do an intro, I come off as very energetic and wanting to express as much information to them as possible. But I don't want to, you know, you don't want to like just puke out all the information to them. So right. you just share what you think that they're interested in. You have to read them. You have to have a conversation and a relationship. And uh, that's what the community is all about. Because there's different people that want to know about the, you know, the nutrition part of it. And there's different people that want to know about uh, how they can improve their movements or how they can be fitter or how they can get stronger or whatever it is. And there's different people that just want to look good naked. It's like, I get mm -hmm. it. They're all there for different reasons. And it's awesome that they're there. But let me show you there. There's a little bit more down the rabbit hole you can go, you know. This this programming um, an event that world that worldwide is recognized with no dispute is crowning the fittest human being on the planet which is so freaking hard people don't make it every year to the end they've already filtered out for the very fittest people in the world and then all people don't make it and it's brutal emotionally physically how hard what what kind of pressures on adrian bosman like if you really think about the pressure that's on him to put together these events in four days. And it's, it's the most critical assholes in the world. It's us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, it's nuts. How much is, is it? Is it like, he can't I, even, I, I he can't even him. say that again. No, I feel for him. There's going to yeah. be, there's they, this, this year, especially for like with all the changes that made, they've made so quickly. And I say, they, I mean, CrossFit, they've just opened themselves up to scrutiny. I mean, it's, it, it is what it is, especially in today's day and age, everybody has a comment. Right. So mm -hmm. with how they did it and how fast they did it and how it seemingly haphazardly they did it, they just opened themselves up. So it's, it is what it is. And everybody should do what they want to do, you know, comment. Um, but I think you can, if you get the right person in there, they can come in and kind of control or tame the fire that is what is CrossFit right now. Um, so I think, uh, I think Boz will do good really good job especially it seems like he's got a team um you know if i was doing if i was doing his job i would uh, i would have a team and that would that we would be co uh, conversing all the time it wouldn't be just me you know like like he's doing the same thing i know it's not just him he's he's got a team around him and i think they're gonna do a great job ben, I, mean, with I, the I thought about trying to uh, trap you here but i'll just admit my own fallacy i think <laughs> <clears throat> so you know trap away. I, I do think that he is is consulting with people for uh, in, in using some ideas and inspiration, come up with the ultimately the test. But he also has recently talked about how starting with quarterfinals, you know, he's been programming all year long. And when I first looked at the last chance qualifier workouts, I was I was like, man, these are some pretty cool workouts. This is going to be a good test. And then I did them, and I realized that in workout one, I was doing thrusters and I was pressing overhead. And in workout two, I was walking on my hands and I was pressing overhead and workout three, I was doing clean and jerks and I was pressing overhead and we work out four, I had 200 more wall balls to do and I was pressing overhead. And then I was like, how did this get by where all four workouts involve pressing overhead? I mean, ben, it's a good question. Ben, speak for Adrian, please. On behalf <laughs> of Adrian, we have anointed. You. No, I, the last chance qualifier is an interesting one because it's not like the athletes already haven't had a chance to get there. And it, it wasn't like the, the programming last year and the last chance qualifier wasn't wasn't out there too it was the same way it was like there was like what a three rep max deadlift it was 100 burpees for time it was just very different stuff it was stuff that you wouldn't see in a typical competition it's stuff that you wouldn't see at the games 
maybe not even an open. Like it was just a different, a different competition. And I don't know what he's thinking when he's programming for a competition like that. So I, I guess I can't speak on that, but um, he's probably got something in mind that he's, he's trying to test for or separate athletes for or something, you know, I would have yeah, to see what Ben said the right there, Brian is, is, um, uh, those fuckers already had a chance to make them uh, to go to the games. Let them fight alligators. I don't care. That's how. That's how I. <laughs> that's yeah. what he's thinking. I don't know. It, it might be what he's thinking. Let them fight alligators. Maybe not. Last year, you know, I was. You know, people have been speculating. It seems like uh, more and more about the totality of the programming earlier on. Also, especially since we have you know very minimal information. But mm-hmm. last year they saw the deadlift. Everyone saw the three rep max deadlift. So they're like, oh man, they really must want to make sure that people can get to the games because they that will be able to deadlift. So and then there was a fairly heavy deadlift in the last day, but I think the other movement was probably more critical. Yeah. So maybe the overhead pressing will come into handy at the games. <laughs> maybe it will. And that uh, L sit the handstand press. Within I, within yeah. within do, minutes do, of the can you do those, Ben? So I've been training those for years, thinking they were going to come up at some point of the game, and they never do. And I'm sure, watch, the, you know, the year or two that I'm not there, they'll, they'll show up. They do it every year. Same with the freestanding handstand push-ups, and same with all the other movements. I saw Noah doing them on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're different. They're, I mean, if, if he wants to find something that's different, they're definitely different. When did you start like thinking, man, yeah, freestanding handstand push-ups, press the handstand, I should really get, you know, at least get some touches on this. I've always tried. I've just, I've, I haven't developed that strength yet. Like the press to handstand is so hard. It's, it seems like they'd have to, they'd almost have to telegraph it a little bit if they're going to, if they're going to put that in the competition. And Dave used to telegraph things all the time, you know, and, and if you were listening and paying attention. a video of himself doing press to handstand in his garage earlier this season. Maybe that's it, but maybe it'll show up next year, not this year. Cause I think it's, it's one of those things that's like, it's like strength. It takes a long time to develop. Those gymnasts are seriously strong. Like it's, it's, it's an, it's a whole nother level of strength. Like people don't understand how long that strength takes to develop and how much dedication to it. It's like people see people snatch 300 and it's like, it's the same thing. It's, they spent years trying to get to that point. So it's like the gymnast, but the gymnast may be more, that may be more impressive. Someone who can do an iron cross on the rings, you know, like how long they took to, to be able to do that. It's, it's gotta be crazy. Shit loads of negatives. Yeah. Um, because the games will be over. And 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 the people that um, Brian rolls with will have scored it three different ways, but before the <laughs> o- award ceremony is done, you, you know, three different scoring, and be like, well, Tia still would have won, but this would have shaken out. Like this. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it, it like you said, it, it's it's always crit- it's always critical, right? Um, yeah. But I, I just um, when we had him on today, um, I, I think uh, I don't know who who used this metaphor, this simile, but someone, Adrian said he starts with a big concept first. I said, how do you start? And I, I think it was maybe Susan said, use the simile like, hey, it's like when you draw art, like when you start drawing a picture, you put a circle over here and that's the tree and you put a square over here and that's the house. Yeah, I but, uh, to it today. Yeah, you did hear that. Um, yeah. how, so uh, how do you think Adrian is, how would you critique, have you listened to any of the other podcasts he's done? I listened to the last two, but between the time that you uh texted me and now oh okay oh shit. I, was, I was fishing i was kayak i was out on my kayak and i was listening to the podcast as i was fishing so oh by yourself yeah yeah and, and you fish in a lake no it's on the uh it's on like a it's like brackish water it's a river what's it called x-ray it's like um like the i don't even know what the it's just a park down down by near us it connects to the chesapeake bay and the, the ocean and everything and what state is that? Virginia, it's Chesapeake, Virginia, right on the coast. And so you just 
go and did you bring home dinner? No, not today. I was unlucky <laughs> today. <laughs> um, would you throw the fish back if you um if you caught yeah, one? Yeah, normally you bring... it's just normally I just fish for bass, so it's just uh, I'll catch a couple every time usually. But I was unlucky today. I got skunked. And, and you and you will bring them home? No, I won't. I won't. Oh, oh, uh-uh. okay. My right, wife wouldn't a... want anything to do with that. I would. I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> that seems pointless. Uh, <laughs> did, did, did you did you hear the one? Did you hear the one where he was on the 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 British guys, the the Peters, the Pods and Wads guy? No, I didn't watch that one. Oh man, uh, I I just think something's happened to him. He's like just matured. I, I'm excited for him, but I'm also like as, as as I'm watching a friend go out for the first time, and it's it's a performance, right? Sure. It, it's a curation and a um uh what's that called when when um someone who organizes a, uh tells dancers how to dance? Choreographed. Choreographed. Yeah. Sure. So it's it's yeah, choreography and yeah. Dave was uh Dave always loved that part of it, I think. Oh but yeah, but he was fucking tense as shit. Oh, so nervous. That's what people don't ever see. He was so nervous. His, was, you, you was, kn- I sat there I sat there at dinner a couple of times before the announcements, just watching him pace back and forth, go over <laughs> the the things that he was gonna say. And you know, he doesn't come across like that at all when he's on camera. So it's it's just interesting seeing the back the backside and stuff of that. And his lips get crazy skinny and per- he starts talking. <laughs> he's talking like this. I'm like, dude, what the fuck's up? He's like, nothing. I'm fine. I'm like, dude, something. Your lips are doing something. He's like, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> fuck, you look scary. You're scaring me. Uh, will you try? To, will you keep um, pursuing um, pursuing the games? Uh, we'll see. I think uh, we'll see what happens this year. Uh, we'll see what do you mean like if, if like five of the t- if, if like there's a bomber and like 20 athletes die you'll you, you, top 20 athletes die you're back in no or what no, do you mean no. we'll see I, I just have some plans but i'm not sure what i'm gonna do yet okay yeah. uh, like business sounds plans. like a team does it sound like a team i i don't know i'm not i'm not sure yet but oh not, he's uh, going to team. That's what, it out that's what you're saying Susa. team uh, just taking a shot in the dark yeah i don't know you and fucking broken broken pancheck scott pancheck <laughs> Wow. There you go. And who are your girls going to be? That's a great idea. I I'm, I'm thinking about it. So I'm not uh it's not I'm not announcing anything right now. Did you and did you and Scott do uh one of the invitationals together one year? What uh we it was like the rogue we did one? the team series. We did team the team series. series. That's right. That's what you guys like rogue red or something like that. I don't. I don't even remember. I think. But I, think I am on to something with Scott, right? I am on to something with Scott. No, not with you. No, I haven't no. talked to Scott. Mm. <laughs> I have his phone but, number. Do you have his phone number? Do you want his phone number? No. Yeah, I got his number. Ben, <laughs> is it strange to see that? Like, <laughs> we're putting together deals tonight. That's, yeah. Ben, is it strange to see that all, like all the guys that you used to compete with, 2010 to 14, 15, are all like going to the Masters, and you're still like three, four years away from it? Yeah, I don't think I'll ever do the Masters. It's just like I think of you in the yeah, same. Yeah, it's crazy to think about that. I mean, yeah, I, don't I know. think I mean, about them as your peers, and now all of a sudden they're all, and then you tell us you're 32, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, I mean, I, I was right. What is the what's the best age for the for a CrossFit athlete? Seems to be, I don't know, seems to be mid to late 20s, right? I think 26 to 28 for majority of them seem, seems to be the best yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. So you you're sell, you sell programming, Ben. Yeah, I do online programming. I've been doing it for a while, since like 2014. No, okay, and, and what's it called? 
Uh, it is called, it's under the umbrella of Krypton Athletics. So we call it Krypton Athletics, but we have a bunch of different tracks on there. Uh, everything, there's everything like everything I do each day, Laura and I do the same programming. We do that every day and I send that out to everybody. And then I have different, you know, variations of it. And my brother, my brother, uh, Dane helps me with a lot of that too. Um, um uh, Laura who? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how is Laura? Is she 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 lives in 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 Chesapeake Bay. She lives in Virginia. I just want to say Chesapeake. Bay. <laughs> she lives. No, she, she comes she, down and trains with us uh, before the games last year and so far this year. So it's been a good it's been a good six weeks with her before the games. So she's within a few miles of you right now as we speak. <laughs> yes. She, and, and, and and tomorrow morning she'll come by. She'll swing by Krypton. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the train, and, and will you train with her? Yes. Wow. And so are you her coach? Uh, sure. Coach, training partner, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what you want to call it. And, and, and tell me the origins of your um, friendship. How did you, how do you, how do two people like you meet? Do you meet at the games? Uh, she came to Krypton. I think she came Alec through Alec somehow, but she ended up coming to Krypton and we did team series in 2018 together and it just seemed like things things kind of clicked things kind of uh we we kind of were on the same wavelength with things and uh had and then we didn't talk for a few years and then i just reached out to her that seems normal for a relationship for her though (laughs) (laughs) someone's hoping it's normal that's good news for us yeah that's the we're in the she's not talking to us for a couple years period right now but okay so she didn't talk to you for a couple years and then what happened i reached out and i just thought she might be interested in working together for the season so i i started sending her programming and she came and trained with us and she kind of naturally went from there so you poached her from james townsend (laughs) (laughs) who is she training with when you reached out to her um i don't know i don't think she was training with anybody that's really fucking cool of you. So you see this young lady, you see she's training, you know, you see her at the CrossFit Games, and you must think, oh, I have something I can offer her. Like, I, I, I see her as an athlete, and I want to, I want, you saw her as someone you wanted to work with. I'd like to see how my programming, uh, how, how it's expressed through, through this human being. Yeah. I mean, I try to, I see potential in people, and she has, I mean, it's crazy how good she has gotten and how good she can be. So, um, yeah, I, who wouldn't want to work with an athlete like that, you know? Yeah, or totally. just Or just train with an athlete like that. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not even going to call me her coach or anything. I'd say more, we just, we train together and we talk and try to develop the best strategies to compete and win at the CrossFit Games. Um, And, and when she goes and you don't go, is it is it hard? Is it difficult emotionally? Um, or, or is there a burden? No, maybe I mean, last year re- was great. La- uh, like I, last year was awesome being, being back there and watching her do her thing. And she was super focused. Uh, and just seeing that kind of brought back all the memories of me competing back in the day too. So it was, it was really cool. Uh, being Have you ever gone rock? Climbing that. <laughs> yeah. And that's insane. She does that right there in like 18 seconds. I failed five times on the first day to even get up to the top. And then the uh. second day I made it, in like 45 seconds to the top. So I think the world record people do that in like six or seven seconds. That's near your, that's near your house. That's in Virginia beach. Yeah. That's like 20 minutes away. Wow. She still goes all the time. She goes like on, on rest days, she'll go climb. 
So I go climb and I'm sore for four days. That's a lot of progress that you made in one day. Did she give you some pointers? <laughs> but no, it's just one of those things you got to try and fail at. Um, so you'll go to the CrossFit Games this year as her coach? Yes. You'll be in the back. When yep. she comes out, you'll be like, hey, drink this, sit here. <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm, I'm just they're carrying her bags. So Get ready for your interview. I'll help Someone's out with gonna call in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to get anytime you're with her, just call. I'm going to send you a link <laughs> and just call be like, Hey, you want to talk to Sevon? Just hand her your phone. I think she'd appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> even tell you what she would say. Thank you. I know I'm sensitive. That would hurt. Do you know that? So she was on the show and on the show, she, she, she basically said, the only, like she said live, Hey, the only reason why I came on is because you guys bugged me so much. And then um, I, I told her that, that. I, I wanted to be the greatest podcast ever podcast host ever. And she said, you have no fucking chance. <laughs> and then, and then like, sit, I don't think she said fucking, but she said, you have no chance. And with no smile, you know, no, you have no chance. No, it's like more like Dol- Dolph Lundgren and Rocky. And, um, and then, about a few months later, I text her and I said, Hey, I'd like to have you back on the show again. And she said, how did you, this, this is a response. How did you get my number? <laughs> Seems valid to me. Yeah, totally. So now, <laughs> so now like just out of respect, I only DM her. Do you know what I mean? Like I, like I, I pretend like I don't, I've, it's like the, the relationship was like, it's like DM phone number podcast, but That's then why like, you haven't talked to her in a while. I've been knocked down two tiers. I'm back in the DM. <laughs> and then I lost that account for a little while. So I couldn't even like harass her in the DMs, but, but I got the account. Yeah, he's back. Don't worry. I don't take it personal. I don't see, she doesn't do any podcast, right? No, she's, she's super focused. Yeah. Good on her. Good on her. Uh, w- when we talk to um, athletes, they say, I want to make the podium is Laura. I want to make the podium or is she, I want to win. No, she wants to win hundred yeah, percent. Good. I mean, it's, and that's one of the things you have. You got to have that. And if you don't, if you don't have that, I mean, you're not going to, you won't have a shot. It's the, um, it's the uh, shoot for the stars and land on the moon. Sure. Or it's the shoot for the stars, land on the star, you know? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, and I think she's, she she's not very shy about it. There, I mean, there even have, have been some times recently where she said like very clearly, like my goal is to win the crossing. That's yeah, what I'm going to do. Absolutely. How how old how old has she been? Uh, twenty five, I believe. Oh, okay, so she's young. Just as shit coming too. into the yeah. prime years for cross. Yeah, right. And already has right. two second place under her belt. Ben, can you see the comments? No. Oh, okay. Do you want I me mean, to see? No, no, no. no. I, I, it, no it, it actually it's sucks. So it actually sucks. Sometimes I'll I'll I'm trying to think who I had on. Who did Jason, I have on? Jason gets caught up in him. Jason Kaliba gets caught him, but who did I have on like a couple weeks ago? And they just fucking wouldn't look at me. They're just like, (laughs) (laughs) no, you can't, I can't do it. If I'm trying to have a conversation. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, It's tough. Cause they could go in and there's all these side conversations in there too. It's nuts. I just wait till from the corner of my eye, see something like it says cock and balls or something like that. And then I'm like, what? He looks for, (laughs) he looks for one of the colored squares that says someone gave him money. Yes. I don't think you can say that. I don't think you can say colored squares on this show, but well, what would you call orange and blue? Okay, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's late. Um, a lot Thanks. of great insights. Uh, podcast is dope. That guy JB is cool as shit. Um, yeah, uh, it's taken us a. Um, I was kind of. I was always scared to have Ooh. you on the podcast because whenever I would interview at the CrossFit Games, you'd be so quiet. 
but fuck, I, mean, I, I can was interview also Haley. Like 18 years old. <laughs> right, right, right. And didn't know how to, I didn't even know what my own thoughts were. Uh, right. Competing at this CrossFit Games and everybody around me was, you know. I was just accosting you with seals. the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you were just asking me random questions. I'm like, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> who's this old guy? <laughs> I'm just trying to compete. But if I can interview Haley Adams, I can fucking interview anyone. So fucking confidence is sky high over here. So, except for Laura. I don't think no, it, my, I can interview Laura too. I love her. You <laughs> she, she's got it. This is all part of the long two year courtship. I love her. And, and I love her brother. Uh, Christoph's been, uh, he, yeah. he's, he's good practice. I'll pra- keep practicing interviewing him until we get Laura back on. Did you do a podcast with him? He's fucking cool. You know what he'll do when he, I don't know if we did a podcast with him. Yeah. Another full episode, but he's been on here. I'd say at least a half dozen times. He will, oh, okay. um, during events, like, I, I don't know which event, Wadapalooza or Dubai or whatever, or the games even last year, um, we'll just call, because we have his phone number and a bunch of us know him, Brian knows him well, we'll we'll just call him and say, hey, do you want to come on and just give us some insights on what's, what you see? Cool. So he'll come on and just shoot the shit with us for 15 or 20 minutes, and he's cool as shit. Yeah, yeah I've always enjoyed talking to him whenever I can. Yeah. He, he hates you because you make it to the games, he told me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thank you. And uh, we, we shall talk soon. We'll be bugging you. Thanks for coming on yeah, last, last minute. Good. I really appreciate it. All right. And tell no JB problem. I said what's up. Yeah. Good to talk to you guys. All right. Thanks, man. Ciao. See ya. Appreciate it. And then there were three. Uh, so, Brian, what, what, t- tell me, I was excited about the show for tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's, uh, that's um, 11 hours. <clears throat> yep. The return of John <laughs> Young. Oh, yeah. John Young. And John Young has – the reason why I'm doing this on the air is because I sent you a text and said, hey, can we talk a little bit after the show? And you said you didn't know. And so I'm like, I fuck, remember, I'm afraid I'm afraid if I let you go now, you won't talk to me. So I just need uh, five more minutes of your time. Brief me on, on – who, who are you looking at? I'll talk to you on or off the air. I'm looking at the comments. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm looking at my voice. <laughs> who is he looking at? Tell me just a little bit. Tell me a little bit just about the uh, about the show tomorrow. Uh, what John has, uh, all these people, I got four, I have the four monitors here and this is on one of them. So if I'm looking to the side, I'm usually just looking things up. Seven. Wait, hold on. Seven is a G. Thank you. They didn't put an O in front of that. So, Oh, that's okay. I like it. Just gangsta. Gangsta. Yeah. Uh, tell me. So, so, so he, he has pulled data. I asked, I asked John to help me with some prep for the games last year, and he did a great job. And um, I asked him to help me again this year, and he's done a great job. And I think that we've collectively done a little bit more uh, than we have in the past in terms of assessing the field against itself and the athletes' strengths and weaknesses specifically. And uh, we're just going to come on and talk about kind of what we've found, not just, you know, we. You, you know, you can ask us whatever you want. You can ask about any specific athlete or the field as a whole, but we've, we've mostly been assessing that to try to see, you know, more, more, more really my objective here is personally is to try to learn about the bottom half of the field. And there's a lot of rookies this year and to see if there are some chances for those people to excel in certain events. Um, Where do you get your data on the rookies? From just from competitions they've done in the past, so okay, you know we. So, did but but like Wadapaloozas and Dubai's and, and yeah, but some of them like- are more difficult than that. You know, like um, Artur Semenov, for example, is coming over from Russia, and 
hasn't been to any of those competitions. So it's, you know, it's, it's hard. There's a dude in the game named Artur Semenov. Yeah. How the fuck do I not know that? One of the 40 individuals, there's a guy named Artur. He got Nasser's backfill spot. Oh, Masters, Masters. No, Nasser. The guy oh. Kuwait, he got oh. his backfill oh. spot. Wow. You want to learn about him? Yeah. Ask me in the morning. Okay. And so <laughs> uh, one, one more thing before you go here. So um, uh, so you would take – so if, if we saw – the stuff, kind of stuff we'll be looking at is if there was running in an event – this person all usually finished top five. If there were handstand pushups in Possibly, an event, but it might there might be a category. Maybe you say it's handstand pushups, and it's like there's actually 18 men in the field that excel at handstand pushups. So it's a bad weakness to have this year, but it's a good you know. And even if it's a strength, you might not do as well as you would in a typical competition because there just happen to be a lot of specialists in that discipline. Now that's just I, I just pulling a random movement and number out but that's the type of thing i'm looking for because there might be a guy who's in the bottom of the field that's really good at handstand push-ups and by the bottom of my field i mean like by the end of the week you need to finish in the bottom 10 but he might have the chance to excel on a handstand push-up push-up workout but how well is he really going to do if it just so happens that this year's games field is littered with guys that are great at handstand push-ups but that is the kind of data we'll be talking about tomorrow how, how many moves has john looked at <sighs> it wasn't uh I guess you could ask him that, but it was a, that wasn't necessarily the directive I gave him. Like I didn't say, go find me athletes that are good at this, this, and this. I said, I wanted him to find out what were, what were the one or two strengths or the one or two weaknesses for each athlete. And the better that the athletes do historically, I was more interested in their weaknesses and the like worse or less that, that they do historically at the games, if they have games experience or if they're coming in fresh to the games, I'm more interested in what are they the best at. Because what I want to know is if the race is close between three or four guys at the top of the men's field and there comes up an event that's a weakness for one of those guys relative to the other three, are there athletes still remaining in the field that can middle them and take the points necessary to tighten the gap or whatever? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, this is good. Uh, which one of you had that plane fly by just now? I don't know. Not I hear a t- I and I, I hear a TV set coming from one of yours, and then I heard an airplane fly by on another one of yours. We'll do. Should we do the mute test? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. What are we doing? Okay, I can't tell. I can't tell. Kind of like I think it's Ryan's. Ryan's. No, my air conditioner's on. You'll probably hear. Uh, Oh yeah, it's definitely was Brian. Brian. Brian, you don't have a window open? No. It's just weird that I heard an airplane fly by it and I've been never a train. heard. I don't know, but I didn't hear it. Ah, uh, uh, that's probably what it was. I can't believe I never. Okay, uh, uh, MLK five two four zero. You should have been having John Young on sooner. Okay. Says who? <laughs> uh, John's coming on three times this week. MLK, who? book it on your schedule. <laughs> Who has the massive vein that runs from the penis to the forehead? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, they, they found all of those and kicked them out. They found all those guys. Um, Daniel Brandon is in Brian's living room watching TV. I, that's what I, I was thinking that too. I wasn't thinking it was Daniel Brandon, but I feel like someone's in. All right, homies, got to train at 7 a.m. Good night. It was a pleasure as always. We will see you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Fucking incredible show. Uh, In 10 hours and 53 minutes, uh, we will be sitting here with the great John.